What is it you want to know about sex that any teacher can tell you? It's the position, stuff like that, and the way how it's done. You want technical instruction? Yeah. Do you want to know about relationships, emotion, love? But it would be helpful. <laughs> I love that. Um, I've been watching this show on Apple TV. Somebody in my family has it, so that's cool. That means we all have it now. But um, <clears throat> it's called 1971, and it breaks down like you know how that's the year that changed everything when it came to music, politics, uh, government. What else is it? Uh, sexuality, religion, cults. All it broke down everything. It's pretty cool, uh, especially because a lot of the bands on there that it goes over were like legit. You know, Sly and the Family Stone. It shows their whole breakdown of cocaine and everything. Heroin getting influenced into the Rolling Stones big time uh, with um, Exile on Main Street, which that album's really good if you know anything about it. But as a Rolling Stone album when it first came out, it was kind of like this works. Um, what else? Uh, Kill Scott Heron and his album, you know, with uh, the, the cut, uh, The Revolution Will Not Be Televised. So they have the whole Black Panther movement on there. They talk about Attica, which is a big deal. So that was kind of cool. But uh, that, that little sound bite was from there. And it was basically about this kid. Yeah, I think he was like 14 or 15. And they're asking him that question. And that was his response. And I don't know. It just made me laugh. Because it's fucking funny, man. He's just like, yeah, I want to learn about the fucking positions and shit. I want to do this shit right if I'm going to do it. And then the smart-ass response from the, um, the panel was, uh, oh, well, what about relationships and emotions and all these other things? What about that? And that kid just had the quickest answer, man. He's like, yeah. Pretty sure that'd be helpful too. <laughs> and people tend not to talk about that stuff. Um, I don't know what it is. And the reason why I thought this was a good subject, at least for me, to just kind of go on about. And, you know, like I said, this is that one weird day that I'm kind of free. Uh, it's um, that, I mean, like I said, I, I don't know how sex is for me. It's completely different to most people, I guess, because seems like most people it's either like a stigma or like a taboo type shit that you just don't talk about or they're ridiculously freakishly comfortable talking about everything and anything and i think i'm somewhere in the middle <clears throat> i'm like um when you watch a tv show where like two adults talk casually about sex and nobody's laughing about it i guess that's kind of me i mean that's kind of how i've always been about kind of every subject really but the main reason why this uh i use that as an intro for the episode was uh, at my work everybody's slowly coming back you know like this last week was uh the first week that um we're like fully staffed everywhere we were and because of that forgetting how it used to be this is what maybe just six years ago maybe seven probably even earlier like 10 years ago let's just say like when i first became single i want to say i started working or i was working at this spot which is where all the like um not really just executives but like, people that have nothing to do with the majority of um, <clears throat> my works, like, just all the back of house people, all the computer people, anybody that works at a fucking computer or a workstation, they all work in this one building, and I worked there, and um, I was single, and dude, I was, it wasn't even that I was, like, trying to go for it, at the time, I used to just casually joke, and be like, yeah, I'm gonna try to get one <laughs> supervisor or manager or something from every department, just being the dick that I was at the time, because it seemed that easy, man, really, like, like, women, I don't know if, if either I'm just a catch, or if it was just a situation and timing, or just me being as forward as I was when the conversations ever got that way, but yeah, it was super easy to get some at that point, like, and, um, 
I'm now running into these people 10 year, plus years later, you know, I got a new job. They probably got a new job. If not, they're in the same department or something. But I mean, yeah, you know, they've all grown up. And a lot of these ladies were older at the time. Like what, I was 26, 27, and they were like 35, 36, maybe even 40 then. So now these chicks are in their late 40s, mid 40s, and like maybe just turned 50. And it's hilarious because now when I see them, they have that whole look about them of like, oh my God, like, remember how we were? Like they're they're excited, but at the same time, it, it's kind of like a, not really like a shyness. It's more of like um, like an embarrassed type of feel at first, where they're just like, oh my god, like <laughs> I haven't seen you in forever, and the last time I did, I am not. I was a totally different person, you know. Like cause outside of work, I don't know. Like I tend to try to be the same person all the time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I restrain myself at work because I can't be completely honest with people. You know, like most of the people I don't ever want to talk to or ever have a conversation with or look at them in the face. But I have to play it off. And I'm well at that, you know. It's not hard to fake being a person. And <laughs> um, But the people that I'm genuinely talking to, and if I talk to you longer than 20 minutes just casually saying hi, then yeah, you're a genuine person to me. I actually want to have a conversation with you, and I'm genuinely involved. Otherwise, you'll know right away. I'll I'll be distracted. I'll constantly look around. I, I give off the signals of like I don't want to fucking talk to you. Like I don't want to have this conversation. So, yeah, seeing these people again, and I and um on Monday alone I saw maybe six, and yeah, it was crazy because a lot of them were just like really excited to see me, gave me a hug and shit, like that, and it was kind of like oh okay, and um there was a few that I met when they had just had their kid or a kid. You know I don't know if it's the only kid they had. A few of them it was their only kid. But, uh, yeah, it was crazy to hear, I was like, yeah, your kid was like three or four when we dated or whatever, you know, now I say that to the, especially to them, I'm like, oh yeah, when we dated or when we saw each other, your kid was like three or four, like, how are they now? Oh my God, he's 15, he's 16 years old. It's like, oh shit, that's fucking crazy. And I don't say that out loud. I'm just like, wow, really? And, um, yeah, it was kind of cool, you know, just <laughs> to remember this whole thing of like a phase of my life and kind of be casually reminded in a, in a really good way. Like I said, it's, it's nothing crazy. And that's what kind of makes me laugh now when, um, I talk to some of my friends are like, dude, aren't you ever worried that like, you know, some shit's going to happen because of the shit you did. I'm like, no, I was a fucking pretty cool guy. It turns out a lot of these girls are still, or women, full on ladies now, but uh, a lot of them are still super nice to me. They'll still go out of their way to say hi and like, it's not a full, complete flirtation, but there's something there still. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, I mean, <laughs> uh, it doesn't bother me, you know. I, I know nothing's going to happen, so I don't really give a shit. But the idea of that, or like there's still being something there, like some kind of attraction or some kind of like positive feeling, is kind of cool and reassuring. And I don't mean that in the vain sense. I just mean that in the sense of like, that's really good to know that like I made somebody else happy when I was happy at the same time. You know what I mean? Like I genuinely was having a good time with these women and I would fucking only hope that they were, you know, that kind of shit is like, oh man, you were the best. And like, yeah, I try not to remember that. I, I That would devastate me so easily. I know that I know me and I know the situation is like, oh, that hurt. Like my pride, my dignity, like something, you know, would linger. But, uh, yeah, just seeing them, and then, like I said, I, I see them randomly. It's not just, like, um, like uh, I go out of my way, and then I'm just walking around the building going, doing my checks and stuff like that. We're going from one place to another, and, yeah, I come across people, and they're just like, oh, my God, hey. And, like, uh, again, this, this place has meetings. They have, like, you know, training and orientations and all kind of weird shit like that. So people gather there a lot, and anybody that has to do paperwork or whatever, filing shit, they all come there. So, 
if I'm at one side of the entrance where people will come in, I see them more. And if I'm at the other side, it's just people that work in the building. So um, I'm seeing them in, in waves and stuff. And it's kind of cool because, as I said, I haven't seen these people in forever. And I hold no ill will towards them. When the majority of us ever split up or stopped talking or whatever, that's pretty much what it was. It was more of like, oh, yeah, I guess this isn't going anywhere. Like, you're looking for something serious. And I was having fun. Or in the rare case where I was like, wow, this could be something special. I kind of expressed that like you know i would love to like make this more serious and like oh no 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 like i'm done trying to be with somebody like i failed relationships i'm done like you were supposed to be fun and that's what you were like oh okay cool like (laughs) i'm not gonna get all mad or upset or anything about it just be like oh fuck all right bite my lip i guess and uh if if it was really as nice as it was or i remember then yeah i'd maybe tried messing around a few more times or having fun but yeah uh after a while it kind of it wasn't like it was a bad thing to me, but it was just more like, eh, well, I mean, if that's all she sees me as, like, I'd rather get something with somebody else. And so I, I would just, you know, distance myself from them and eventually just become a friend, you know, just as high in the hallway or, you know, like nowadays, years later, gives them a hug and gets all crazy, expressive, telling them about my life. And they explain to me their shit, you know, their kids, how old they are now. It's like, wow, it's fucking crazy. Like, there was one, um, I remember at the time, I think it was just a pure, like, power thing. Like, she was just intimidating to me because I seen her yell at her coworkers. Like, she was a manager, or still is, I don't, I don't know. But at the time, she just became one. And she was, like, getting on people, man. And it was crazy because uh, I think there was, like, a door. So I forget why. But there was something in her department's cubicle area, like, where, like, 10 workstations are, that we had to be there. I think they were, like, doing work on a door or fucking... They, I don't know, but they were there for hours. People were painting, all kind of shit. Something was up to where I had to monitor these people. And while I was monitoring them, after a while, you know, everybody else got cool with me. They're like, oh, hey, man, what's up? Like, bullshitting. And if I was near their cubicle, like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm polite. I'm like, hey, if you want, like, tell me where to move or something so you're more comfortable. This is your work area. We're just kind of invading it. And I don't want to be a dick, you know? Like, you know, this is your day. I'm, I'm going to be here anyway. They're like, oh, no, no, it's fine. And, you know, if I went to go get something to drink or eat or something, I'm like, hey, you, you want anything? You know, just fucking get them shit. Like, oh, yeah, I can grab you coffee. I don't drink it, but I know how to fucking work the machine. So I'll go get them coffee or whatever while I'm getting myself a water, taking a piss or whatever the fuck I was doing. And she was one of the ones that, like, hit it off of me. We just started joking, kind of, I think we, we would bullshit and kind of had the same dark sense of humor. And from there, uh, one day she just invited me to a party. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. And, like, she was real cool about it. You know, she was just like, oh, well, there's going to be a lot of people here that you know that you work with or that you've been seeing here. So it's going to be a big deal. Oh, okay. I get there, and there's, like, maybe six people. <laughs> and I'm, like, the only guy there. And uh, some of her friends slowly move, like, leave after, like, not even 45 to an hour. So eventually it's, like, just me and two of her friends. So there's four of us there. And then another guy shows up and takes off of one of them. I guess I was, like, her husband or whatever. I don't fucking know. I didn't really care. I kind of got the point after, like, the first half hour of, like, hey, everybody's here to kind of help you guys get comfortable and, like, talk to each other. And it was just weird night and day the way she was at work compared to the way she was at home, which, like I said, I get it. Um especially I guess from a female point of view of like they're trying to be professional at work so they're not going to be their usual relaxed in this lady's case she was super relaxed and like carefree and everything it was weird because at work completely different person it's like she changed uniforms and faces completely so um and I've always said it that I've always been turned on by like older women especially because in my head I just see myself as well I mean to them like a boy you know I'm just this young dude that's just having fun and just kind of um, trying to make them happy, you know, or make them feel anything that I feel, which 
at the time is normally like fucking pure enjoyment man i'm all stoked and uh that's what i was all about so for them to like you know break down or just like look at me the same way you know just have that look of like oh yeah i fucking want this too like kind of shit and like you know they're actually horny and they're over here telling me shit out loud like oh don't stop stop teasing me and shit like that it's like fuck yeah man it's fucking awesome i do this shit all day so the idea of that like was like an add-on on top of already what it was you know like i said uh I don't know how the majority of you listeners feel, but sex is pretty fucking awesome, good and bad. <laughs> I mean, like, I've had bad sex, and it was still good at the time, you know, I wasn't like, oh, fuck, when is this over? And the few times that I was like that, literally a few times, I want to say like two or three uh, total, there was twice with this one girl that I just felt like I had to keep sleeping with her because, I mean, I didn't want her to think that I only wanted her for sex. I think I talked about this before. I feel really bad still to this day, but yeah, as soon as the sex happened, I was just like, wow, this is not good at all like i feel horrible <laughs> i feel like like um like how could you not tell that i wasn't in, into it you know like I, I keep getting soft i'm like i'm asking for assistance like she should have just stopped and be like oh yeah you know if you don't feel comfortable nope she just told me some fucked up horror story about herself like the way she lost her virginity and shit and said that oh yeah i know you can be shy sometimes too like okay that's not the issue but whatever and then another time with uh a family friend who just like completely hoard the fuck out in front of me after I had sex with her and was just talking about how like she, she was squirting in front of me going doing the whole fucking yard man like literally if you look up like porn actresses like if you ever see the videos where it's just them by themselves and they're like jerking off or fucking you know rubbing themselves out I get yeah I'm saying jerk off like that's what guys do but <laughs> the, the women like rubbing themselves out and shit making themselves squirt or you know like playing with the dildo or whatever it was kind of like that. Like, she was just doing all that shit in front of me after I fucked her. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, come on, let me suck your dick again. And we can fuck again. And I'm like, ah, uh, all right, I guess. And so she did. And, yeah, it took forever. I don't know. Like, she just turned me off at how, like, it wasn't even whorish to me. It was just, it jumped from fucking, hey, I really like you and let's talk and all that shit to, like, the, one of the best blowjobs I've ever received in my entire life to my house, like, for, in a car, you know, like, totally illegal. You know, both of us didn't have a seatbelt on. And, um, yeah, all that shit's happening in the car, which is about a four-mile ride. It wasn't even that far, but I took the streets instead of the freeway because I didn't care. And uh, got to my house, sucked my dick while I'm fucking putting the key in the door and everything. This chick was amazing. Well, we fucked. We, we started fucking in the hallway, like, right at the doorway when I opened my door, that hallway. Like, you know, all kind of craziness there. And then went to my room another, like, 20, 30 minutes, fucking my shot off my first. And then, you know, like, I'm talking to her, and, yeah, she just... Uh, gets me to do some more shit, you know, I ate her out for a little bit and stuff like that, and then from there, she's just, like, grinding on me and shit like that, trying to get me hard again, it, it was super awkward, like I said, so that's one of the times I could think of where I'm like, yeah, this isn't going so good, but, um, yeah, back to the original subject, <laughs> um, she, uh, there, there was all these other ones, and one of them, especially, like I said, the, the one that, um, She's she's high up now, man. She's like a fucking boss boss or some shit. She uh she kind of broke down while while she was on the phone, hung up and everything. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe how long that that was a long time ago. Like, how are you and everything? And I showed her pictures of my kids and stuff. And she's like, oh my god, it's so crazy. Like you were a kid when we met. And when she said that, I don't know if she acknowledged it as much as I did, but I was like, oh yeah, she's kind of right, huh? Like, <laughs> cause she this lady was actually even before that. This lady hired me. I was. 18 at the time or just turned 19 
I hadn't met my ex that I talk about the most or bring up the most on here yet at all because I met her when I started working. This lady at at um I think at the time she was like the uh, the people that uh, the recruiters the ones that hire you and shit. Yeah, as soon as it was all done, she hit me up personally like and was like, oh well, if you have any problems, you know, get a hold of me at this number. And it was kind of weird. I was like, oh yeah, not a problem. And then maybe a day or two later, she hit me up. And she's like, how's your first day? And I was like, oh, it hasn't happened yet kind of thing. It was like this awkward conversation. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I'm just really excited. Uh, let me know how everything goes and everything. And then I told her, like, yeah, you know, it'll be this day. She texted me that day. Hey, how's everything going? Hopefully all good. So I basically hit her up back kind of like, oh, well, I mean, if you work today, I get out at this time. I don't know what you're doing. She's like, oh, we can, yeah, we can meet up. Instantaneous. Full on just. Uh, I don't know if she got a divorce or she's her and this dude just split up and she was yeah she was pregnant so but yeah we fucked around <laughs> I didn't care and then she had her kid and I think I messed around with her for like another two or three months while I started dating the then ex and so like and then once we got serious it was already gone like I didn't have time for anybody else because me and that girl started pretty much living together right away but uh, yeah it was that long ago and I didn't think about it at the time because she's like I said she was like I don't know, what was she, 30 maybe, 32, and uh, she just had her kid, or was about to, and I was 18, 19, and yeah, we fucked a bunch, man, it was great, but <laughs> but it was just funny hearing her, like, kind of throw it out now, like, you were a baby then, and I'm like, fuck, man, if you think so, like, then you took advantage of me, I guess, but <laughs> I never thought of it that way, I was all about it, and uh, I don't know, it's got me kind of thinking about that whole thing of, like, um, is it like when is when are things considered so awkward or bad you know like i knew exactly what i was doing if anybody would talk to me and be like hey man she's an older lady you shouldn't she's taking advantage of you it's like yeah well okay that's awesome i would love for her to continue to take advantage of me <laughs> as she eventually would so that was great and um i don't know i think uh the later ons in life the ones that i the other ones now um, were different because I felt grown at the time, you know, I was 26 years old, I already had a house, I was just paying that off, and I was just literally, well, paying it off, I was paying for it, I was only a year and a half into the whole thing, like, me and my ex, at the time that we were breaking up, got the house, so I was lucky enough to still have it, I still got it now, so, it was a cool-ass investment that uh, is worth it now, and now it's a home, you know, me and the wife and the kids, like, mostly the wife, really, but, I mean, my finance, but I don't even count that, I just give her money and shit happens, but I mean, she kind of made it a home, you know. Like the kids have their own area. Eventually, I'll have to. I'm gonna have the garage. It won't really be like a man cave. I'm gonna call it a dumb room. It's gonna be all old school. I'm gonna try not to have any Wi-Fi or anything in there. <clears throat> Just, you know, stereos, CDs, and shit like that. DVD players. I'm gonna probably cut my old um, PC, like the tower and everything, and connect that to uh, to surround sound system that way. I Just have a screen on. I can just play fucking all kind of music that way. So. Like I said, it'll still be dumb because it's it's playing it from the hard drive and everything. And I have a bunch of old uh, like iPads and not iPads, not fucking Apple shit, but I have Zoom. I remember. I don't know if people know about that. It was the Microsoft version of iPod. I have Zoom. I have um, like a bunch of DVD players, uh, MP3s, fucking shitload of stuff, like crazy. Uh, external hard drives are like gigabytes full of music, just music. Uh, so I have stuff like that. So I'm gonna do that. But, um, yeah, it just kind of got me tripping on the whole thing of, like, how, uh, I mean, it's, it sounds like a long time, 10 years, and it really does, especially if you're young right now, like, you know, if you're, like, 22, 23, and, like, the idea of you even being 30, you're, like, five forever away, and it kind of is, but at the same time, you can get really fucking comfortable with uh, your life and just 
to get stuck there, man. And I did with my ex. Like, me and her pretty much stayed the way we were, which is kind of funny because that wasn't who we were to begin with. Like, when I met her, I was still kind of fucking around with drugs. I was still doing dumb shit. And with her, I, I don't know what it was. Like, maybe it was because it was my first love in life. But uh, I basically thought about it early on. Like, I can to be the best version of myself. So I decided to be sober and not do shit. And, and it's funny because when I met her, she was like, full-fledged alcoholic doing a little bit of drugs and I guess I got her to clean up that she's like well if he's not gonna do it then I'm not gonna do it either so it was kind of beneficial in that way but at the same time like I said we're pretty much lying to ourselves and we just got more into the drinking thing because that's more acceptable with everybody which is funny because her family I mean they did drugs a lot <laughs> and uh, at family events it was always there to be offered so I mean in retrospect I don't know if it would have changed anything but it would have made a lot of those nights gone by better, you know, like a lot of the parties, if I was a little bit buzzed on some coke or fucking some speed or whatever they had around, I would have probably fucking loved life a little bit more, you know, I would have, <laughs> I would have been at ease and not all stressed or, or anxious and all that shit like I normally am. And I, I'm not saying that in the sense of like, hey, if you have anxiety, you should take drugs. I'm just not at all the point. It's just, I knew where I was at then and I knew the surroundings and shit. I wouldn't become like a fucking addict or like overdo it in that day, you know, but like, oh, let me take a fucking bunch of speed as much as it'll give me. No, I would have just probably rubbed a little on my teeth and just fucking snorted like the tiniest bumps and been like, all right, cool, I'm good. Uh, same with Coke. I would have did the exact same thing, probably just maybe a little bit more, especially if I was drinking. But um, yeah, it would have been awesome. And later on in life, when I became single again, there were some females that were all about that. Like I, there was this one girl that we did drugs every day, every day we were together. Anytime we're together, we always had something. And, I mean, I don't consider it at all a bad thing, uh, even now, like, with kids and shit like that. I mean, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't do that now. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying, even me as a father that I am now, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, I was a piece of shit back then. No, I was responsible as fuck. I went to work every day. I did everything I needed to do. I paid my bills. Everything was on time. I kicked ass <laughs> with what was needed to be done. And then when it came out to fucking the end of the week kind of shit or my days off and I was with some girl that was all about it I fucking was all about it too like it was just awesome and easy to do and um I know in the last episode or the last one before that I don't know it was one of the last few but I talked about having a friend and like having somebody to talk to and stuff like that or just get a friend you know even it may not be your best friend ever you know but it starts somewhere and um just having little people to just or people just to bullshit with like about anything you know even if it's just like i can only talk to this person about this and i can only talk to this person about this i wish i could talk to a new person about both of those you're not gonna get that like nobody's perfect like i said uh the booze and dudes guys like i could talk to them about a lot of shit but not everything but that's fine i don't i'm not like mad that we can't talk about certain things <laughs> there's more important shit that we can talk about um me and bucks have been talking a lot lately and i mean it's great, you know, I could, we could talk to each other and just kind of vent out bullshit, you know what I mean? Not like, not like I would, would or, no, not me, even me, but not like how my wife vents to me where she's just like yelling and I'm like trying to solve it and she's like, I don't want you to solve it, I just want you to hear me out. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. At least with Bucks, like, everything he's talking about, you know, I'm putting my input in it, like, well, why don't you do this? Like, yeah, you know, fucking, yeah, that makes sense. And then he'll tell me shit, too. And I'm just like, yeah, you know what? Fuck yeah, dude. You're right. You, you're not doing anything wrong. Like, everything you just said, I'm re-justifying it. I'm fucking adding on. Ditto on that shit, dude. Vote, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I also say I on, on everything you just said. I agree. Like, and um, I said, I don't know. It's just kind of cool to have that. And um, I think, I forget who the fuck says it, but, like, anybody you've ever had sex with knows you better than your best friend because they know other parts of you you know that your best friend will never see unless you're bi and like you and your best friend are fucking crazy i mean 
I've had sex with girls that I've called a best friend at the time, but I mean, I'm, they're not my best friend. <laughs> they, they weren't at the time either. They were probably my best friend for what we did, you know? Like I said, like that girl that um, we used to do drugs all day and we fucked. I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, she was my best friend at the time. <laughs> we, Whenever I wanted to get loaded and fucking fuck, she was the one to call. She was amazing. And there was other cases of that too. But um, the whole moral of this episode, I guess, is just... Um, it's okay to look back at some shit and as long as you learn something from it, you know? I said, me and these people, the few that I talked to uh, in the last few weeks and stuff like that, especially this last week, um, they were all awesome. Everybody talked about the story, not in just a nostalgic way, but like in an exciting way of like, wow, those are good times. Remember, like, they're, you're, but you're doing good now, right? That's what everybody asks. Like, oh, but you're doing good now, right? Like, everything's great? Oh, that's great to hear. Like, these ladies were genuinely happy. And later on in the day, if I saw them again, they're like, oh, hey, bye, like going out of their way to say hi and everything. So that was really cool. And um, I said, I don't know. It's just, it's a genuine thing. And I think it's going away, especially with this COVID shit of like people interacting with each other and not just because they have to, but like genuinely talking to somebody, getting lost in a conversation. I said, I don't go into these conversations with these people thinking that, oh, hey, we're going to talk about everything. No, I just like, oh, hi, how are you? I hope everything's going great. Great to see you. Genuinely. I feel that way. You know, I don't say it all like that like a fucking computer or nothing but i'm basically telling them like it's really great to see you like you know hope you have a great day type shit and if it goes into a conversation then yeah i'll, I'll take it there but uh i really really like that and i'm kind of happy that i was able to have that with some of these people and like i said I, i'm i'm really really happy that uh of all my stupid shit and everything i ever used to do like nothing ill came out of it like and the most like, dumb or worst shit that ever came out of it was, like, uh, shit that I wasn't going to be able to stop anyway. It was that person's issue, not mine. And, um, you know, like, I had one that ran her mouth too much, and uh, another one checked her. A girl that I was actually seeing at the time fucking hit her up. I was like, bitch, like, you're not seeing them. They went off, and that shit was kind of funny. It was even better because I wasn't involved. I was nowhere near, like, the situation. I wasn't there at this place. And so I got to hear about it from other people. And it wasn't from the two girls. So that was kind of cool. You know, they kept their mouth shut and stuff. Like, I didn't need to know anything. I just heard about it from other people. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I, I just, I, I hope that people are connecting more. Especially now that everything's somewhat getting back to normal. Like, it's got back to normal out here a little bit more. And then now at work, it's starting to get back to normal, too. And people are showing back up and required to be at a place and not just working from home anymore so i'm kind of really digging that and just the little interactions that people have you know little ticks and little weird things that ha people have it, it kind of makes me feel funny because i know how anxious i can be and in conversations i really really am because i always think of silence as a bad thing like if i'm talking to you and all of a sudden you're quiet i think i fucked up and i did something wrong to make you feel uncomfortable so i'm going over the whole conversation again in my head while the silence is going on and trying to still have a regular conversation to stop the silence, you know, I don't, but I don't want to be awkward, like, okay, uh, uh, how about that game, like, I'm not that guy, I'm trying to genuinely find something to talk about, and if not, I'll just go casually real quick, oh, hey, how's it going, great day out, right, it's not too warm yet, like, because out here, that's, like, what everybody talks about, like, it's all hot already, it's like, you're in a building that's fully fucking air-conditioned, and it's 70, like, three degrees in here at the hottest, and you're complaining about the 10 minutes you had to walk outside of your car and fucking grab something and come back. It's not even 10 minutes. But let's just pretend it was 10 minutes. If that's your life is horrible, like, oh my God, it's so hot outside. Look, I'm sweaty. Yeah, then fucking start working out. Like, or start walking around outside. Like, get used to it somehow. Like, you need to do this. Like, we used to live out in that shit. Like, our bodies are 
are weak now because we're so fucking used to just being inside and taking care of and shit like that. Especially with this COVID shit. Like, a lot of people got really sick once we started going back to work. And it was all cold, it seemed like. But a lot of people got sick. And yeah, it makes sense. We weren't fucking practicing getting small shit. And, I mean, I've noticed at least in my department, because we didn't stop working, barely any of us are getting sick now. It seems like now that everybody's kind of getting comfortable. Like I said, I was surprised I lost weight during my uh, time off. I thought I would have gained weight. And I thought I, I fucking was going to get big. And, um, <sighs> damn, these ones are good. Ranch water, hard seltzer. Yeah, it's the original flavor, which is lime. But they got agave in it. That's what I think makes it, like, go over the edge. But, yeah, um, I don't know. It's just, like I said, it, I just feel like, um, like you got to appreciate all this stuff that people have right now. And, like, a little bit. Because especially, I mean, uh, from what I'm hearing, even at my work, a lot of people are quitting. They're just like, fuck that. I'm not going back to work. I'm not dealing with people. And the idea of that to me is scary because um, the majority of people that I know that like literally stayed home and fucking COVID shut down, all they talked about was fucking TV and bullshit on the internet. And I was like, fuck, man, you guys sound crazy as fuck. <laughs> like you're talking about television like it's the greatest thing in the world. It's not. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Books are still better than the majority of movies that are based on them. Or TV series and shit, you know, now that everybody's cool with Netflix and thinking that series are amazing, you can binge watch shit, like, yeah, I, I, I can't, I still can't, I feel lazy if I watch something long, I don't know, it's just weird, um, but, uh, yeah, that's all they talk about, that or what's ever on the internet, and most of that shit's all wrong, you know, it's just people, just opinion now, it's not even in a news article anymore, it's like, oh, the riots happened, and by riots, I mean this shit, and it's like, it's not at all what happened, <laughs> I wouldn't call those riots, I would have called the, and I wouldn't have called it an insurrection either while we're on the subject, like, that was just a bunch of stupid people that listened and fucking realized, like, oh shit, nobody's gonna stop us, like, the idea of that, to me, is scary, is scarier than what happened, because if that was an actual militia group, like, trying to do something, a lot of shit could have went down that day, but everybody just talks about it, like, oh, look at these crazy people, fucking Trump got all these people excited, okay, well, if he did, then that's fucking kind of crazy that, uh, a guy that you guys call a fucking idiot got a shitload of people do some crazy shit just by with his words like man maybe a few democrats or or like actual republicans would use some fucking words like that maybe people would listen to you and start following you guys but i mean all they hear is bullshit out the door and that's all they hear all the time and nothing's getting better i mean you go out and about like i said right now the workforce is fucked which is sad man and what happened to the whole thing? When COVID happened, we all realized, like, fuck, we can't have other countries do the work for us. We need to work here, but it's not doing anything. All that we've done now is increase the work wage, which, I mean, companies aren't going to fucking pay everybody more. They're just going to pay less people a little bit more. And it sucks. You know, service is going to go down and everything. I've noticed it. I mean, the few times I got into fast food, now that I work off-site and shit that, fuck, dude, I'm so glad I didn't before. It's like, this is so disgusting. Like, nobody gives a fuck about nothing anymore. So, anyway... Change the subject back. Yeah, uh, anybody that you've been with or, or wanted to or whatever, shit didn't go your way. Like, even a girl that, like, hey, I hit her up and, and nothing happened. You know, we just made out and everything got awkward. Like, I would say awkward afterward, you know, because it's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we tried dating a few more times and it didn't work out well. Cool. There's those people, too. Like, you know, I still say hi to them. I, I don't hold any shame over what happens. Like, yeah, well, it didn't work out for us. Oh, well, too bad. Um, so, yeah. That's just my dumb little thoughts here. Uh, what else we got going on? I wanted to go into this one song because, I mean, like I said, it fit the original subject, but now I feel like I kind of went off of that. But, uh, yeah, 
enjoy your past and uh you know don't wait to be like an old person living it up the dream in memories where there's like that was the best part of my life nah man let that shit go you know appreciate it for what it was at the time when you reminisce be like ah, oh, that's kind of cool but i mean try to do it again then if it was as great as it was do that with your wife or your significant other now you know don't tell them where you got it from like hey fucking this one girl used to do this don't tell them that shit you know don't tell that story just be like hey i thought about this lie tell her you watch porn pretty sure some porn does that shit or something because like i said I've, I've watched the only type of porn i really watch is basic you know just one guy one girl or maybe two girls but um yeah nothing crazy and like uh I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not into the hardcore shit where people are getting fucking mouth raped and shit and, like, fucking putting their assholes straight to the mouth. And Nah, I'm not into that shit. That shit's fucking kind of just crazy to me. Um, I'm just more into the traditional shit of, like, you know, just a chick fucking a dude and dude being all into it and a chick fucking really being into it and kind of doing shit that it seems like as if she's only done this with a few people before. And and I've, <laughs> I've always joked about it and said that, like, the best line that a girl ever says out loud and, I mean, believe it or not, man, I, like, I, I rarely did, but my dick did, because it totally got all into it and shit, but whenever a woman would say, like, while well, we're making out, or I'm rubbing her up, or whatever, you know, like, I'm fingering her, whatever's going on, like, this is before, like, my clothes are off type shit, um, she's like, she'll, like, pause me, or stop me, like, you know, normally, like, in the middle of making out, like, she'll lean back, and I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on, she's just like, you know, I don't normally do this, right? Like, that fucking line alone, man, just, oh, the instant turn on. It's just like, hell yeah, I believe you. I hope you don't do this all the time. I hope it's me that's making you want to do this. Um, the Spanish have an old phrase I found out where it's, um, love is, love is, uh, talked about casual, you know, like, in the Latin culture, love's a kind of a normal thing. It's an emotion. It's just something that's expressed out loud. It's not something to be hidden, you know, that you love somebody. Whether it be a friend, like, um, what the fuck's it called? Uh, where it's not gay, or like, you like your friend, just like a friend love, like how I have my love for my, my boozing dudes guys, and like my brothers and shit like that, and like my family, like, it's not a love, and, and I want to be with them, it's a love of like, um, fuck, I forget the goddamn word, no, it starts with a B, but anyway, um, yeah, like that, like, you know, like genuine pure love of sense of like, uh, it's non-lustful, but that's the whole thing, the, the Spanish separate the two terms of lust and love, Love is something you have that you can just express out loud. It's something to be shy about. Lust is something that happens because of, A, the moment. Like, you're just so excited that you just fucking feel the need to do it. Or, B, the love that you have for this person is so strong, it makes you want to do that to make them happy. Like, lustful acts are, you know, like, the above and beyond of, like, sexual acts and stuff like that. Like, it's stuff that, um, I mean, I guess it would be a request to normal <laughs> uh, people's sex life type shit like it's something that you probably ask your wife a few times before you ever fucking did it or something or something that happens once a year for those lucky guys that do weird shit you know that's like a lustful act well a loving act is just you know the basics so that, you know like just regular sex and shit like that and um I mean you know in my case scenario like I fucking I big on fucking I need to get my dick sucked I'm sorry that's like a mandatory thing for me <laughs> like <laughs> and I'm not saying that in the sense of like oh hey like, I've had some girls, and a few of them, actually, they're like, oh, I don't do that. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> I don't really care what you normally do. Like, this is happening. And, um, yeah, you can tell. You know, like, when they're sucking your dick, you're like, what the fuck is going on? 
But, um, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's just something that's, like, a thing for me. It's just, like, I fucking love going down on women, too. Like, it's not a fucking issue for me. Like, if it's chicks, like, hey, go down on me. I'm like, oh, great, all right. No, I was planning on doing that anyway. Like, if anything, she just told me to do it now as opposed to later. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, fucking hey, this is awesome. Like, I'm trying to get the girl wet before I'm inside. Guaranteed. Like, that's my goal normally. Like, like I said, most of the time that I was hooking up with a chick, the first time especially... I was never like, oh, fuck yeah, like, now that she's all about this sucking my dick, I'm going to get some. It might just be a blowjob. I'm just going to let it go where it goes, man. I'm like, fuck yeah, eventually I'll have sex with her probably. But I'm not thinking right away, like, oh, fuck yeah, let her suck my dick for a little bit, and then we're going to fuck. Nah, it's, it's always like a whole thing. And um, there's like levels to it, you know? I don't know, like, as much as people always talk about it, like, you know, there's um, there's this whole body language thing about it, you know, where you just know when to move forward. And I mean, even though that is true, there are situations where, I mean, I've held back and like a girl will literally just tell me, like, like I said, like they've shouted it or like thrown it out of the whole, like, like stop teasing me this fuck. And I'm like, oh, fuck, all right. Like, <laughs> you don't have to ask me twice. Let me just put this condom on now and <laughs> shit. Like, let's do this. So, on that note, like I said, I just want everybody to know that, um, yeah, have fun and be yourself and, Hopefully you can be yourself with another person, you know, physically, because it, it is a needed, it is a necessary thing, at least to people like me. Um, I wouldn't call myself a sex addict, but I mean, at my worst, I probably could be. But I mean, it's not a big deal to me if I don't have it. I get it and I do want it if I haven't had it in so long, but I've never like gone all crazy urge wise to be like, oh, I'm just going to fuck this one chick just because she says yes all the time. Like, nah, man, I still, I'm, I'm picky. And that's kind of the, the thing that I've always said, like, I'm not a whore, as much as, like, you know, that's the, the term at the time, it was like, oh, you fucking man whore, it's like, fuck no, bitch, I say no to some people, like, I'm a slut, if anything, like, sluts, there's a difference between a slut and a whore, whore says yes to everybody, slut says yes to the people she wants or he wants to be with, period, and so, in that case, I was a slut, I've told a bunch of girls no, I've told a handful of girls no, some while they were completely naked. I was like, nah, this ain't happening. <laughs> I'm going to head out of this room. You should probably put some clothes on. Tell me about to open the door type shit. And I mean, I felt really bad because this is high school. So like that girl was crying. But yeah, I, I literally had to tell her. I was like, nope. I don't know what you thought was going to happen. Like, I'm just being cool with you because my buddy's trying to fuck your friend. And he did. So I mean, yay, success. But yeah, when that girl thought that I was, or she was also going to get some, I was like, nope, got to fucking let you fucking pause on that shit. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, like I said, like, if I ever saw that girl again, I wouldn't fucking embarrass her and be like, hey, you're that one chick. Nah, man. It's like, let's let it go. So, yeah. On that note, here's a song that I picked earlier on thinking that, like, it would match up. So, hopefully it still does. All right, y'all. Latest. Hey, I used to have a girlfriend. Now all I got is hoes. I was looking for a town girl. Pussy stay wet like she was mixed with Mexican Love I invested in, trust I invested in So if she wasn't fucking with me, I was stressing it Wasn't no question that pussy was fine Wasn't no question that Bonnie and Clyde Living at my mama's house, but I let her move And mama thought I was tripping, but I really was choosing I was a bitch, I was claiming her, we was fucking a bitch I no, nothing. She was my love. She came first before my homies. Like, fuck it. I'm about to get your name tatted on me. Used to have a girlfriend. Now all I got is hoes. I was looking for a down girl. She was fucking on the low. Now it's me.
Just knowing that these souls ain't shit in my bed, And we was riding on this West Coast shit, yeah. I caught the bitch cheating. Damn, she was with him last weekend. What you mean you gon' call right back? And what you mean you ain't got time like that? She fucked this player I knew. Did a man fuck with his crew? I